Welcome to the Beards and Bros podcast. My name is Tim, and in a few moments, you'll see my counterparts, Jude and Joe. So in this episode, we start talking about global community. What does that mean? What's it look like from our perspective? Uh, how's that sound? Uh, you know, what, what exactly do we want to get from a global community? Uh, and I think that we, we come up with some ideas. We come up with some basic understanding of what we're trying to, I don't know how to say it, achieve, I suppose, or at least get the message out so we can start working on these things. Uh, you'll see, we have some differences. We have some uh, different belief systems. We might feel differently about the hope that we have for these kinds of things, but ultimately, uh, we all feel that uh, we'd love to see it and work toward a more peaceful and profitable and just all around better global community. So I hope you enjoy the show. Um, please feel free to leave any comments. You can visit us at the Beards Bros Pod.com, which is our, our uh, website. Um, and, you, and there you can get links to listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and uh, soon you'll have links here for the YouTube channel as well. So um, you can always go to our Facebook page at Beards and Bros Pod on Facebook there, um, or the Beards and Bros Podcast. We also have a group where we're, sometimes we do some uh, you know polls where we ask questions to get uh, our fans to kind of engage in the podcast. And without further ado, we hope you enjoy the show. ready to get this party started let's get this party started right <laughs> quickly for all the kids out there that don't understand that's an 80s song Gosh. we're old Jal Jal jalapeno got poppers. snacks again got snacks again jalapeno poppers yeah <clears throat> I was telling Joe I was at the the uh, dentist around three thirty, and they did some work and had to numb me. My face is now finally feeling normal. So, should have seen me eating dinner though. I felt like it was like going to fall out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tim, I did four dentist appointments in a week and had numbing on every single one of them. I had eleven shots in the span of a week. No, thank you. That is one of my worst things when they're doing shots in my mouth i mean it's and Ask. i mean i don't mean like tequila you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> dude she has a cane <laughs> you mean this one <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah. global community that's what we're going to start with well, that's what we're talking about not just we're starting in with it because that's what we do. We start and end things. Going balls deep. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did my own little episode when I was doing news just happened and covered some things. Um, obviously a little different when you're just talking to yourself. So I'm interested to kind of see where you guys are with this and how you feel about it. Cause I, I as normal, I think we're going to have some contrast, but I, as I think also we'll probably be on the same kind of, wavelengths of what are what we'd like to see as opposed to what we're probably going to see <laughs> what we'd like to see is compared to what we're getting yeah yeah 
Um, so I thought we would start with just in general, some of the actual things and situations that are happening in the world right now um, that are not really bringing this global community together. <laughs> no, no. Um, but, but I wanted but to ask, Putin. yeah, I wanted to ask you guys before we jump into that, just what is your thought on global community? Like, what do you feel that that term that that phrase is means to you? What does it uh, What does it say to you when you when you hear those words? So for me, I think global community means where. <clears throat> We're not all so much in a common goal, but we have a common understanding of each other for the most part. Um, I think right now, however, it's hard for that to happen. Would it be great? Absolutely. But then you start adding in all the other crap to it. And I have a hard time seeing it ever, ever happen. So Fair. I think we are our own worst enemy and we get in our own way when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Yo. Um, I think global community to me, you know, just off the top of my head um, is living in a place, you know, all of us, all across the planet, uh, no matter what country you're in, um, living in a place together, all of us recognizing and acknowledging that we are part of one race, the human race, and all working together to do what's best for us as a people, regardless of uh, political differences or countries or borders or uh, whatever diversity you can, you know, throw in there. Um, everybody just coming to a general understanding that, Hey, we got to work together on all of this. Um, or we're going to fail people helping people essentially. That's, I think that's how we we become a culture of progress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with it as well. So I mean, that's, it's just really, we're all on the same page. We're all willing and able to help each other. And, you know, I think there are times when we show that, um, you know, something happens and, and we, we try to like, uh, let's say just in, for instance, a natural disaster happens in, in, in another country and, uh, you know, we try to send aid and things like that. And other countries do the same, um, but not well, all. There's a lot of propaganda. I, I didn't say all countries. I just said other countries, not, not all of them. You know, we, you we know how many countries came to the United States aid during Katrina? Because I looked it up. Uh, probably not a lot. I, I, I would I would think that we don't get as many uh, as much two. assistance. <laughs> who who were the two? Canada and so do France. You, do you guys the think that reason, you... the only reason they got involved is because of Louisiana? Yeah. Do you think that? you know, the U.S. reaches out in times of need and, you know, for other people to offer aid or support or assistance. Do you think it's kind of like we talked about a couple weeks ago about, you know, being fake woke? Do you think they do it for the wrong reasons? Do you think there's some kind of political or financial gain? And that's the only reason why? Oh, there absolutely is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's this, they use that shadow of we're doing this because it's the right thing. But ultimately, it's because we want to be like, guess what we did for you back this back then? Guess what you're going to do for us? Oh, now? it's a, it absolutely is a you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours type thing. Yeah. Team America. Fuck yeah. Yeah. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly I, what I, it is, though. I it's 100% all 100% agree. I, I agree as well. It's, it is 1000% for political gain. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Because and you shouldn't do it. Right. If you remember the last time we wanted to send aid, it was for one of the tsunami, yeah, tsunamis. The last time we wanted to send money, they fought over it. Like Democrats and Republicans fought over how much money we were going to send. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we shouldn't do that. Or if we're going to send this much money, we should also do this in the back end of that. Like, why can't we just help because we are capable of helping? Yeah. Like now it's all, it, it's, it is always a, yes, we can do that, but what, what are we getting? Right. Like we'll yeah. agree to send that money, but what are you giving us? Right. Why is it got to be like that? You know, or it's a range. I think a lot of the times, it's, it's of the times also America tries to help thinking, you know, oh, well, well, you know, the, the idea behind it. Oh, well, why? Because again, we're America. Um, a lot of times we're not in a position, let's say maybe financially to be helping whomever. Um, but we do it because it's the right thing to do. And, you know, it kind of fucks us over in the long run. Excuse my French there. Pardon moi. That would be like me holding the door for Timmy walking into the supermarket. And then whenever I see him checking out, I run up real quick and throw my shit on the belt and go, Hey, I hold, I held the door open for you. Yep. You know, I you know what you, it, it, that tends to be a catch 22 though. Cause if you think about it, so, you know, yes, we step up a lot, right. Whenever things like that happen, whether if it's for political reason or do the right thing reason or whatever it is down the road, you know, there's definitely that the, you know, I owe you, I'm going to, I'm going to cash that check later kind of deal. And then, Oh, there you go. <laughs> Leftover snacks from last episode. Awesome. <laughs> but, I don't, I don't- I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> I was I just was gonna say, you know, ultimately though, does there's that catch twenty-two to it because now if we don't do it and we're able to, we're the dicks, right? It that's a hard it's a hard balance. Uh, you know, I can't imagine trying to make that decision, like what country do we help out? What what don't we? Which one don't we? Um, so we typically just throw we some. We don't money help out fucking and, you know, Russia. Well, I think you're right. I think it is the position that America finds themselves in often is the damned if you do, damned if you don't. Uh, but I think they put themselves in that position. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not going to say we because I didn't make any of those decisions. So. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you're paying for it in your tax. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I am. It is. It is. It's. Uh, I mean, and then there's the, the Red Cross thing, you know, here. Uh, donate $10 by texting this and whatever, you know, or whatever amount. Um, there's so many different ways now that you can donate and, and try to help in those situations. Uh, I'm sorry, just, but where's all that money go? That's what when I, you know what? It goes to the head person of that fucking organization. That's where it goes. Mm-hmm. Non-profit. Right. Like for, for my work, 
Um, so people ask us all the time, do we do a veterans discount? And we do not. Here's why. We take a percentage of our sales for specific items. And we donate that to the Gary Sinisi Foundation. Reason being, Gary what Sinisi is 100% goes to the veterans. Gary Sinisi doesn't take a dime. None of his people that work for the organization take a dime. He pays for all those people from a different fund. Anything that's donated to the Gary Sinisi Foundation, 100% of the profits, proceeds, anything goes directly to the veterans. Wounded Warrior, I, I, I looked it up a while ago. Wounded, yeah, Wounded Warrior is like 22, 23% goes. The rest of it goes towards their board, their head person, trustees. Same thing with Salvation Army. Here, hold on. Let me look. Talk amongst yourselves. Let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, ultimately, I think that we're, we're on the same page. We understand that it is a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation. Um, we do it more than I think the most countries do it. Uh, and there is purpose behind it. And it's not always for the greater good. It could be for that favor later, later on down the road. So let's start with this one. Because what I found interesting today, especially was that, uh, who was it? Um, is it Switzerland? And one other there they want to now join the united nations right to me the united nations is a step in the right direction just by general thought right everybody hey we're going to protect you if you're a part of this group it's also a little mafia but <laughs> yeah ultimately I feel like they're there for that reason like we want to protect these countries the you guys are part of our group don't mess with them because if you do, everybody's going to join in and be like, well, hey, you, you were picking on so-and-so. Um, so I understand the thought of that, and I feel like that's a good move. But we got things like Ukraine and Russia, right? Uh, Ukraine is not a part of the NATO group. Um, and that could be a problem, right? I mean, for them, obviously, right now, we can't do anything other than send them money. And th that's even becoming sketchy because Russia's throwing a big, you know, hissy fit about it. Uh, you know, so we have something like that. Now, we are giving Ukraine so much money. Let's say the Ukraine pulls us out. Russia backs off, never to be heard from again. What are we going to ask from Ukraine? Are we going to ask for that money back? What are they going to owe us? You know, how, what are we going to get from them now? Because I, I definitely understand that that that's a possibility, especially if different leadership goes into the white house and they're like, okay, you know, while this was happening, we sent you blah, 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 X amount of money. And you know, Hey, we're, we're coming to cash in. We're, we're coming to, to, you know, give, we we're looking for that favor now. Yeah. So C CEO salaries for the Salvation Army range from $93,000 a year to $101,000 a year. That's each individual location of the Salvation Army. The CEO for there makes $93,000 to $101,000 per year. 
kind of nuts. Off of donations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Habitat for Humanity. The manager for a Habitat for Humanity location, private locations again, makes about $95,000 a year. That's where your money's going, folks. I mean, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, that's that's pennies on the dollar compared to what some other nonprofit owners make, you know? Uh, now, wait. That's just the individual locations. Mm -hmm. That's not the overall. Yeah. You get your nose out of my jalapeno popper. You got to figure, though, that that position hey, is probably a that 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 position is probably like a full-time thing right i mean they can't just on my weekends i'm going to set up when we're going to build these houses this is a monday through friday eight to five nine to nine to six whatever kind of job where you know probably more than that where they've got to set all this stuff up and and you know get all the materials and get all the volunteers it's it's a job so i understand getting paid for it when i when i hear nonprofit because i had thought about this the other day and this might be going off the rail a little bit on what we're talking about, but um, you know, the nonprofit thing is basically, yes, they're going to earn money so they can pay their employees, but they're not going to pull a profit. The problem is when you're earning crazy amounts of money. Now to me, $95,000 a year is a whole hell of a lot of money to other people. It, it might not be because of where they live or their, their job that they have, you know, I don't know. It, so approximately one quarter of the United States foundations with compensation, like charitable organizations, only one quarter of them pay their people through salaries, fees, and stipends. So there are ones, some out there that it's totally volunteer. Yeah. So, but if you look at it this way, hold on, because I, I did find this. Um, so... The Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, I found it. So the, let's see, City of Hope, charitable organization, their president and CEO is Robert Stone, Robert W. Stone. He makes $3.8 million a year. Shriners Hospital, the main orthopedic surgeon, or orthopedic person for Children's Hospital, $2.6 million. National Jewish Health Organization, $2.4 million. American Heart Association, Nancy Brown, $2.2 million. This is per year. Yeah. Where's a, there was a bigger one here. Let's see. Uh, National Rifle Association, $1.6 million a year for the executive VP. So, I mean, these people are making United Way, $1.2 million. Um, National Conservatory, 1.2 million like <coughs> excuse me um these people are making bank yeah i mean we're talking millions of dollars here so correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like your point to this is that we're not really doing anything for a good purpose it is for uh we're making rich people richer yeah yeah so look I'm, i i don't I don't disagree that people should not get paid to do a job, but when you're talking about a volunteer kind of 
you know, organization, then what is so volunteer about someone getting 1.6 million or 3.2 million or whatever a year, you know, that seems, I will volunteer to make $1.6 million a year. Yeah. Like that's, that seems, (laughs) I mean, I understand that they've got a lot under their belt. There's a lot of things they have to do, but (laughs) they're no longer volunteering their time because they are basically a, an employee of that. Now, I mean, I, you know, it's a hard argument. How many more people could you help with 500,000 more dollars? Right. 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 Why are you taking that? Do you really need that much to make, to live and, and that much more money? You mean you, you know, yes. And some, you know, more like if they live in New York city, yes, you're, you need to be paid well to live a decent life in New York city. <laughs> it is not cheap to live there. Um, but you know, if they live somewhere else, do they really need watched, to be in New York City? Like, <laughs> I watched a video the other day where this guy was showing a apartment building or apartment in New York City. And it literally was one long room. The end had a bathroom, shower, and then it was like your kitchen, living room, bedroom was all one room. Yeah. And it literally was about the size of like our our living room and kitchen that's about mm-hmm. how big it was the guys were like yeah this is um $2,800 a month crazy right what yeah. <laughs> right what like i don't even pay yeah. that in a mortgage let alone <laughs> right right <laughs> um i mean our mortgage but you know <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so uh, but i mean that's crazy like, yeah to me, but that's still i mean crazy you have a, a a decent sized home with a nice backyard, a nice front yard, driveway. You know, you live in a good community. We're talking about New York City, you know. <laughs> so, right, um, right. Where you know, you open up your window in your bedroom, and you're like, oh, listen to the birds. Hey, yeah. fucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So fuck you, my friend. Have a nice day. You know? <laughs> So the Ukraine, the Russia issue, we, we know that's obviously a problem, right? These, this is a country that was a part of the USSR way back in the day until that split. They are basically the same people just in a different country now. Um, yes, they, they speak Ukrainian, which, but it's a, it's a derivative of, of Russian. So it's very similar. Um, and, and Russia wants Ukraine because of uh, there's some imp- exports that they have, I think, that uh, they're interested in. Basically, they want to they want that so that they, they can uh, profit from it. But then you have the China Taiwan issue. Right. So uh, that's a big problem. Basically, again, similar types of, of human beings. Uh, you know, and they're in some kind of a, a, a fight about something. Now, I'm not as well versed in that issue as I would say the Ukraine-Russia problem, but we know it's a problem. We have North Korea out there. We have, you know, how many different, you know, Irans and, and places like that um, that are causing issues with terrorism and, and amongst their own people, Afghanistan, stuff like that, that are, are issues. And then on top of it, we have our own problems here 
that I would say right now are the biggest issues for us are the political divide problems, right? Um, so as you know, just by naming off just that stuff, and I'm not even talking about other countries because there's things in South Africa, there's things that I'm sure they're in like Australia, there's problems everywhere. Um, you know, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, the middle class are scraping to survive at times. Um, and no matter what country you're in, but think about all that. And then, you know, what I'm trying to, what we're trying to kind of talk about right now is how do we bring that all to together? How do we get to a point where we're, we're at all these issues and it makes it seem a lot harder. Joe, you've been quiet. What do you got to say, buddy? I told you, man, I, um, I have a tendency to stay clear of political things as often as possible, but with so much happening, um, I feel like over the last maybe three or four years, especially, um, it's gotten to this boiling point. You know, I feel like it's gotten to this point where like, it's, there's no going back. Things have changed. We're still trying to live in a world that doesn't exist anymore. Um, and I, and I think a lot of the problem is in just that, that refusal to change, you know, um, just because you're not talking about a lot of the problems that there are, doesn't mean the problems aren't there. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether or not, I mean, as to, you know, where do you start? Like what's, what's, if you were to, you know, say develop a game plan, what would be step one? It's a good question. That that's kind of where I was going with this is the next part of it is yeah. what's holding us back, you know. I think the problem is though is at speaking for the United States alone. We have at a very steady pace continued to go backwards politically. At a very steady pace. We are so if you remember whenever we were growing up there was Republicans and Democrats. We didn't have the shit that's going on now, though. It was a uh, you're Republican, now you're Democrat, whatever. You know, it. we didn't have the, well, you're a Republican, so you're fucking psycho. Or you're a Democrat, so you're a fucking libtard. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have that back then. It was, oh, you're a Republican, whatever. You know, you still talk I, to each other. You still I converse with each other. You're still friends. I oftentimes think, though, did we? And we just didn't have as big a platform to voice it as we do today. Did that, you know, hatred amongst one another still exist before the internet, social media? So I don't believe it did. I don't think it was as bad at all. I really don't. Uh, If you think about it, it really didn't happen until Obama because big scary black guy was there. You know, well, what you mean is not why. Shut up. You know, it, it just, it was eventually going to happen. I'm glad it did in my lifetime. And I, and I absolutely 100% hope that I get to see a woman president. I know there are people out there that are going, oh my God, can't believe he said that. Because why? You don't think a woman can run this country? Nancy Reagan did it. Oh, you know. Ronald Reagan was losing his mind from Alzheimer's whenever he was president. Nancy Reagan, there's been rumors for years that Nancy Reagan was running the country. They just kept it hush-hush. 
You know, if if hey. if Ronald Reagan was having a good day, they put him in front of the cameras and he spoke for a little bit and then they took him away from the cameras and Nancy ran everything out. You think you about know? it, man. You think about it deep enough with that kind of logic. It's, uh, you know, regardless, however you feel about whatever president, take your pick in history. Um, maybe you really feel that way about his wife, because wasn't she the one calling the shots anyways? I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> But he I probably mean, left, I don't think, you know, some big important meeting like, honey, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. And, and they said that there was there was times where that happened, where like right. they would have right. they would have meetings at the White House and Ronnie wouldn't say a word. Just sit there, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, and I'm, I'm not questioning what you're yeah. saying. And I, I, don't, I agree with what you're saying, too. Uh, but you, I think you, too, you have to think when you're electing a president, you're not just electing the president. You're putting Agreed. in the family, right? You you know, because even back in history, Martha Washington, um, uh, why do they think they killed all the Kennedys? Yeah. Right. Um, what was, I don't even remember Mary Todd Lincoln. Sorry. They all had, a, you know, they all had, a, a words in their ears. You know what I mean? They were, we were whispering in their ears on the side, but like, look, you, you gotta be careful with this. And uh, a lot of times, even in, especially in like Lincoln's, um presidency he he wasn't refined at all he came from a really rough background which she came from a more a money background so she was able to kind of coach him and help him get through some of those things um that he wasn't as familiar with so i think that that's a, a, a necessary part of it you're not just electing the president you're also electing the wife the the first lady um and there's been some good ones throughout time you know uh and then there's been a few like Melania, <laughs> Melania. <Malahu. laughs> yeah, you didn't hear anything about her until she ripped out uh, Jackie o, O's uh, trees and everything from the rose garden, and tore everything yeah. out of there. That yeah, was and there put the nightmare oh. before Christmas setting in there for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she didn't have. Today. Yeah, she wasn't. She was just there to be by his side. It was. I'm. Just, I'm just here she to smile. She was not allowed in this. She was not allowed in the spotlight because Donnie right. didn't want her to do. That. Right. But it was. Right. Donnie. I, Donnie's mindset was women's place is behind me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I don't disagree with you, Jude. I hope that you know we can get over that hump as well. And you know, we have our first female vice president who, in my personal opinion has been kind of quiet and I don't feel like there has been enough from her at this point, but um, you know, I, also the vice president, sometimes you don't hear a lot about them. Um, I can tell you that when Obama was president, and I don't remember a lot of things that, that Biden said. So, you know, I remember a lot of memes. Right. Right. But there was a lot of times where Biden was there or doing stuff and a lot more than what's going on now with our current vice president. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't see a lot of her at all, you know, even whenever Biden's talking in different places, she's not there. Yeah. You know, but get back to my point, what I was saying with, with the whole, with, with politics and stuff, as far as that's concerned, just for the United States, we have, we fight so much. We've come apart so much. And, I, and I've said this in other podcasts we've done is I don't see a way I don't, I don't see a way where that's going to go away. 
I don't. Because we play the you're wrong, Mm -hmm. I'm right card way too much anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's all because, look, you might be the nicest person in the world. You, You might be. But because you're either a Republican or Democrat, there's people out here that hate your guts. Yep, because of who you voted simply for. Simply because of that. It, yeah. Well, here's the thing. You might, you might not even voted. You know what I mean? You might not have even voted in the last couple of elections. But because you are one or the other, there are people out there that hate you. Hate yeah. you. Simply because of that. Yeah. Is it right? Absolutely is not right. You know, you're basing a person off of something you don't you don't know anything about that person. Um, you don't know anything about that person. Sorry, dog. Um, <laughs> but yet you hate that person based off of that one thing. You yeah. know, so there's there's stories out there going on now where I guess there was a doctor or a paramedic, one or the other. To where a guy was having a heart attack and he refused to help him because he knew he was a Republican. Stupid. Mm-hmm. You are stupid. That's a lawsuit way now. You know, that's a lawsuit <laughs> and a half. Right, right. But we've gotten we've gotten to that point, and that's just us. Yeah. Then you have Russia, communist. You have England, who still has a fucking queen. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I think what you call North your leadership, Korea. Matt, it doesn't really matter at this point, but right. it's how you but function you have your company. North Korea, your, com- your country. <laughs> who is yeah. communist as well. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you have other ones like Africa. You have France. You have um, Asia. You know, so you have all of these other countries who have different political ways of doing things at no point will everybody be on the same page with politics in mind Mm -hmm. you're never going to get everybody on the same page so because you're not going to get everybody on the same page with that there's a lot of pages in the book that you got to go through in order for this all to work so if you can't get off the same page from page one how are you getting on the same page after that? You know what I mean? Because yeah. the United the United States alone is so fucked up in their politics mm-hmm. that we can't get past that. Yeah. As a country, just here, we can't get past that. So it's, how it's do we how do we come together extreme. for a greater what's that? It's just become too extreme, is, is what it is. It has. I, I was watching. CNN last night when they were talking about the the primaries and stuff and they were just saying like no longer is there a bipartisan kind of uh, candidate where it's you know I'm a Democrat but you know what I can go over and I can talk to some Republicans or I'm a Republican but I can go over and I can talk to Democrats and I can kind of see some of the things that they're talking about it's one way or the other it's no there's no middle ground anymore Um, the guy that uh, won for the Republican nominee for uh, the uh, governor, um, just watching him speak, I'm just like, they they talked about um, our uh, what was what was her name that the, the the lady was talking about all the the health stuff for PA last year before she went to Biden's um, 
thing. I can't remember. Dr. Levine. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Levine. And immediately you hear people in the crowd yelling things about the fact that, you know, she is a transgendered person. And he, mm-hmm. he just shakes his head and he goes, oh, I know, I know. And like, you know what they're talking about. And it's like, it, does that have anything to do with how their mind works or the things that they're saying and, you know, what they're trying to help people with or, you know, do their job? It has nothing to do with it. It's a personal choice. It has nothing to do, but they use that personal choice against them. And, and I, look, I'm not saying I, I don't want to point fingers at just Republicans as well, because there are people on the far left with Democrats and they do become a little too crazy about things. It's like, calm down. You know, <laughs> like, I'm, right. I'm not saying that nobody has everybody's got a fair word in this fight. They should. And, you know, but they don't allow it. It's just, nope, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. There's no I started there. saying it as far back as. uh Clinton v. Trump, you know, in that election, that is kind of when I felt like the country started to tear directly down the middle between red and blue and not just a normal, like we've been saying, you know, you know, you disagree of different points of view. People are full of hate and cruel, cruel mm-hmm. shit. Just, you know, from, from then forward, you know, fast forward to present day, just, people you know it's destroyed friendships it's destroyed families it's it's turned people so ugly against one another because you have a difference in political views mm-hmm. really you know it's just, well, and it's just though, too is people don't look at the extenuating circumstances for things like right now with the whole you know gas with gas prices right now people are like oh right fucking biden however you got to look at it this way. Oil companies are not making oil or not making gas. They're work, they're running at a small capacity right now. And it's not because they don't have the oil. It's because demand is up and they're making fucking bank. Supply and Exxon, demand. Right. Supply and demand. Exxon is making trillions of dollars. Or I'm sorry, billions of dollars in profit. And they're not running at a full capacity. And then they're like, well, turn on the Keystone Pipeline. Not one drop of that oil can be used for gasoline, you fucking toad sucker. You know, <laughs> it, it, it just, <laughs> it blows my mind to people who don't do a little bit of research. And it doesn't, look, it doesn't take a college degree to weed out bullshit from fact. But you got to look it up, folks. You can't go, well, on the Facebooks, they told me. Facebook is not gospel, okay? It's not. But if you do a little bit of research on your own from the interwebs, you'll find out some information. And that information is there so you can make a smart decision on your thought process, you know, very simple to go online and go Keystone Pipeline Oil, and it'll pop up, and it'll tell you right there. It give you the reasons why it can't be used for gasoline. So go ahead, turn on the Keystone Pipeline, pump all the oil you want across the mm-hmm. Keystone Pipeline. Isn't that crude? Gas is still going to be five dollars a gallon. Yeah, it, it, that whatever's pumped through there, it's not even what they use to create gasoline. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. used for machinery and things like that. So, Lubrication. Yeah. But yeah, and then they're throwing a fit about it. People just don't do the research 
they just hear something and run with it. It's not right. Even they the heard about it on the internet. Somebody said, turn on the Keystone pipeline. Yeah. And they went, yeah, turn on the Keystone pipeline. Yeah. Fucking turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll be able to grease up something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to lubricate the whatever going to your ass for your five dollars a gallon gas yeah maybe you'll feel better then i don't know you know so you want lube i don't get it yeah. you know so do we think that right now in general what's holding us back is just a, the human factor right we're, we're human beings since i can remember learning in history uh you know there have been conflicts there have been disagreements um, one thing trying to conquer another, uh, which I, for the most part, we've gotten over that in most places, but there are those like Russia, there are, you know, Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, you know, those kinds of places that they, there's still someone trying to take power with violence, um, where, you know, here in other places, <laughs> We try to stay nonviolent. <laughs> Doesn't always work, uh, but for the most part, we have a process. I don't know, I don't know if you can see that. No, it's a little blurry. Oh, so the, my Grubhub driver, who is bringing my pizza. Yeah. I'm going to spell his name for you real quick. We could sure. edit this out. <laughs> it is Y E S S E N Z H A N. Yes and what? Yes, yes and <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did you just call me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's on. All right. Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, whatever. It's all right. Nobody fucks with it. But yeah, so yeah. do we feel that the human factor is really the biggest part of that's holding us back? Is that we can't, as human beings, evolve fast like, enough or or we choose to not evolve. We'll say that too, well, to get over these things like race or so I don't creed or things like that. Go ahead, Joe. If you want to, if you want to talk about, you know, as far as evolving, if anything, we're going backwards. Um, because hear me out on this. I feel, and this is my opinion, everybody. So calm down. I feel we live in a country that's broken at the moment. I'm not saying it's irreparable, but it's broken. We have a broken system. We have a broken judicial system. We have a broken financial system. We have a broken political system. We're broken at the moment. Let's not pretend that we're not. It's not working. That's my opinion. The systems that we have in place now are outdated. Uh, they are clearly not working for the world that we live in. It's broken. That's my opinion. Now, somebody else might have a completely different opinion. The important thing here is that now, in 2022, that's not a new thing. We've always had differences in opinion, you know, as, as long as there have been systems in place, as long as we've been a society, there have been people with differences in opinion, but it's never been the way that it is now. It's never been as hostile and angry and violent and volatile as it is now. So what happened? I don't I know. Think, I don't know if that's a hundred percent on point, though. Because I mean, think about it, Joe. I mean, I, you know, back in the day, you 
in you know the wild west could just walk up and shoot somebody and then you might not even go to jail for it you know <laughs> an opinion you're right i mean you know yeah a lot less people in the world at that point um but still <laughs> you know uh, a lot of things especially medieval times uh you know those kind of places you can think about vikings everything was solved with violence pretty much <laughs> allow, allow me to rephrase i feel like in more recent times we have been able as a society as a people to coexist and be you know at least semi-productive um up until you know more recently mm -hmm. um what happened you know we, the, we built this country on people with differences in opinion i think the problem is right now is one side blames the other for the decision making of one person or entity so let me explain so you can have a Republican get mad at a Democrat for what the Democratic controlled government has done. So I did not vote on the Senate floor. I am not a senator. But there's people out there that will be mad at me. Mm hmm because I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican, which I have said on this podcast numerous times, I am a registered Republican and I think they're fucking stupid. So, <laughs> um, but like there's people that would get mad at me for the decision-making of someone else. Because like, you're, I'm mad. I'm mad at, I'm mad at Trump. Uh -huh. but i can't tell him that but you're a republican but you're a republican are you're a republican you so are responsible your fault. for all the bad decisions that trump made all of the negative whatever associated to that presidency because you're a republican i obviously right. a logically thinking human being i understand that that's not the case but yeah, a lot of people I didn't vote. think that it is I didn't, I didn't vote for that shit you know i didn't like i said the thing is now is, and I've said this also before, we have this, we have social media. Like whenever I was growing up, whenever Tim was growing up, if you wanted to say something to somebody, you had to say it to them face to face or right, right. through a phone call, you were going to see that person again. They're going to punch you in the mouth. We don't have any accountability anymore with that shit. Mm -hmm. The only accountability on Facebook is fact checkers. Oh, That's dude, it. election season, I stay away from social media as often as possible because I just don't feel like getting on there and watching everyone, you know, at each other's throats going for blood. Right. Uh, right. What, what does but it then, matter? The, but, it, what does it matter what political party you identify with? Who cares? Because you didn't do it the right way. You know, you didn't, you didn't vote the right way. You didn't, you didn't vote the way that I voted. So you're wrong. I say who cares not to diminish the importance of anything. I say who cares in the sense of, you know, I, I'm not going to lose any sleep at night over, you know, somebody that I had an argument with or a disagreement with or a difference in opinion with uh, politically um, and go out of my way to attach 
all kinds of negative energy and you know this and that to that interaction that but that's nonsensical because you have a difference in political opinion come on guys that would be like me saying hey joe i heard that you like pepsi more than coke but i really love coke so fuck you joe <sighs> you know <laughs> you know i could care yeah. less what you drink i don't care you know <laughs> right like well that's a little different because the decision it's not it's not don't overcomplicate life. don't overcomplicate it's not any different you're paying a little bit more that's it <laughs> you know whatever so uh, you know and I, I don't think it's our place as a country to have to lead the charge but let's just say um can the u.s can we get on board find ways to get over and, and if so how and can we lead the charge i'm glad, I'm I'm glad no. you went there go ahead go ahead oh, so here here's no. my thought it's going to take complete changes in leadership and and open-minded individuals regardless of your republican or democratic or independent status or tea party or whatever you want to call yourself these days um you're you're going to have to be more open-minded i'm not saying that they have to give up on their beliefs completely all i'm saying is that they need to be more open-minded about okay well why do they feel this way and can we compromise somewhere and then i feel like we can get to a point where we start to become on board and, and show, hey, this can be done. We have, as a country, we're, we're still very young. And I think that we have a very, we can make anything kind of happen attitude as, as, as Americans. And I like that about us. However, right now, we are, we are so at odds with each other that we have just completely pushed that aside. And we are not, we're not using it the way that it really should be used. So I feel so. So here, here's the thing: we we spent 20 years in Afghanistan trying to teach them how we run things and how to be sufficient for themselves. We left, and it lasted a day. One day. No figure. 20 Those years worth. Themselves in the name of God for thousands of years and each other and spilling blood, you know, and we're, oh, wow, we couldn't fix that. That's yeah, crazy. we took 20 years, 20 years we were there going, oh, yeah, let me show you the democratic way and let me show you how this should go and let me show you how you should run things and let me show you this and let me show you that. Oh, That's, hey, you know, so mom and dad are going to go on a date. You have a babysitter. <laughs> you behave. And mom and dad walked out the door and they went, motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> That's we can't man. fix our own shit here. That was wildly racist. We can't fix, we can't fix things here. How are we going to lead a charge for anything? Well, yeah. I, I, we can't I, run I, our own shit. I agree. And I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that we came back around to this because what I was saying about broken systems you know, it doesn't just stop there. Take it further. Take the education system, you know, the healthcare system. Um, it's just, that's my opinion. Again, I feel like we live in a society of broken systems and I don't think we're going to be able to help anybody else until we figure it out here at home. And we, we can't be out there policing the world and, and, and spreading all this, you know, good nature here and there and this and that. And just, you know, looking back at this dumpster fire that is home 
and be like, ah, it's, we'll get to that. It's fine. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. We're, it, uh, well, yeah. we're, we're hanging in there. It's good. Yeah. It's not. And uh, everything, so many things need to change. Uh, but it starts, as far as globally, it starts here. If you want to build, you know, that global community that we're talking about and you want to maybe set the example for everybody else to follow suit to and come together and connect globally on that level, you have to start with your own country. Period. Yeah. Stop investing so much time and resources into what's going on in the rest of the goddamn world and spend a little, just a little bit more time and energy and money and focus on what's going on here. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a simple analogy of, you know, we do this podcast, we're all using things that are, are fairly new, right? They've been, they're products that came a long time ago that they made improvement on little by little year by year to make it better. We're still using some of that simple stuff, the simple keyboard, the simple, you know, you know, delivery of the, what it looks like, whatever, you know, a screen and whatever, a hard drive, whatever, but it's not what it originally, the first computer would not be able to do what's doing now. We took that and we made it better as time went on, but we kept some of the basic principles of it just improved on those principles. And we're not doing that. We're reverting to the fact of saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Guess what? It broke. <laughs> A while ago. It's unbroken. Yeah, it broke and it needs fixed. It needs those. <laughs> we need more amendments if that's the case to fix. Some Stop of breaking it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's part of the issues is that we can't get over that. We can't. I am 100% behind freedom of speech. You, everybody has a right to say whatever they feel is is the right thing for them, right? The Second I Amendment. So. I, 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 I am honest. not a. What's that? I feel like we, I said I got to be honest with you. I feel like we live in a society that where everyone's just constantly mad at you. Yeah. I feel like well, everybody's yes. mad at me all the time. <laughs> that's, that's part of the <laughs> yeah. that's part of the problem. You have to be careful what you say sometimes, and it has to have meaning behind it. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Um, the second, second amendment, you know, that's another big one. We've talked about that before. Uh, and you know, I think we're all on the same page. We're not trying to take guns away from people. We're just trying to make sure that people that shouldn't have them don't, you know, and we're not making any improvement there. So I think we need, you're right. We need to fix it before we can be the, the poster child for it. You know, Joe, you brought up something interesting that I wanted to throw out that, that's going to sound probably a little controversial, but I'm going to say it because I don't think any of us, any of us are really worried. Yeah, any of us are really worried about uh, uh, what we're doing on Sundays. But um, do you think that religion is holding back our evolution? Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, everyone, we did an episode. If you haven't checked it out, uh, go back. It's 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 in our back catalog um, on you know religion and our opinions on that. Everyone knows how I feel about that already. That being said, I think anybody has to look at the current situation and take religion into account. And if you do, I don't care what your beliefs are. You got to look at it from a logical point of view and say that, you know, at what point do we say, hey, that needs to change too. That system's broken too. And that is preventing this system from improving. And that is preventing this system from improving. And these stem back to, you know, maybe not stem back to directly, but religion plays a huge part in that right um people people invest their entire self-worth in their religious beliefs you know trying to 
progress in an area that conflicts with somebody's religious views or opinions or beliefs or practices, forget about it. That's when people get hostile. Yeah. We pissed Joe Jude off so much. He just walked out. <laughs> well, I mean, uh... <laughs> but I mean, that, that's kind of where I was. I mean, I was thinking about that when you said it, I was like, man, is, is religion holding us back from, from human beings moving forward to evolve into something better because I feel like religion in its in itself was built in order to help people become good or yeah. whatever, to believe in something uh, higher so that they, we could all become together or whatever, you know. That's another then, case, good intentions, bad results. Yeah, because then other people thought, well, yeah, okay, cool. You want to believe in, you know, the these Greek and Roman gods, sure, Egyptian gods, sure, whatever. But what's right is, is Christ. Christ is right, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, yeah. and I'm, look, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or step on anybody's toes with, you know, what they believe in. I, I'm, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't affect my day one way or the other, what you do <laughs> on a Sunday or whatever, you know, holy day that you go and pray. But uh, it's, are we using that as some kind of an excuse to not move forward and say, well, but it's in the Bible. Well, well I think <laughs> I think you can get the answer exactly what you just said. I think you can get the answer if you just pay attention to the patterns, pay attention to shit that's already happened. How much time was wasted in our progression as a society, as a species, because of religion? How many things, you know, in, in our history has religion held people back from progressing on? Quite a few. Yeah. Uh, women's rights being one really big one you know yeah. uh why did that take so long to get to where it has today we shouldn't even still be having that conversation today that's that's ridiculous and i'm not saying the, the conversation about women's rights is ridiculous but the fact that we even have to have it uh, and i think religion played a huge part in that absolutely yeah. uh, i mean i i, I think that yeah, equality is a huge thing not only with you know, um, between men and women, but between race, uh, religion, all those things there. Equality in itself is such a big thing that you, it's so hard to, to nail it down to one specific. Now we can, we can put it with things like, okay, like, you know, women should be uh, just as equal as men. And I'm a hundred percent behind that. I agree. Um, to be honest Duh. with you, uh, they probably deserve a little bit more. Oh, Jude's back. Hey, <laughs> he came back. Um, he just brought pizza. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, you know, women to me are, are, are equal. And, and at times I think, uh, a little, they, they get, so if it was equal, we're talking 50%, it should probably be more of a 52, 48 kind of thing because they give birth. Uh, <laughs> without them, we ain't got more of us. <laughs> Um, you know, so now I have a human come out of my penis. I'm going to cry. There's going to be some upsetness. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes the, the fact, in a sense, the fact gets overlooked that, in a sense, we're not equal. Everyone wants to bitch about being equal. Um, but I don't think that they mean what they're trying. I don't think they're saying what they actually mean. Um, men, women in any species, male, female, we play different roles. Um, and not even as far as just, you know, naturally, you know, in society, historically, we have played different roles. And I think that's where 
the question of equality comes in, obviously, you know, is, is when you start getting into more of the, the society aspect of it, because it's been way askew for way too long. And it never should have been. It never should have been. We have different roles as, you know, different parts of the same species, you know, naturally by birth. Every species does. So in that sense, you know, equality is a little, it's a little more complicated to talk about. But you know, as, as far as a society, as far as people, as far as human beings with, with rights and wants and needs and dreams and goals and hopes and desires and feelings, it should have never, ever, ever been the way it was. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with the whole everybody should be, should be equal, what's that mean? You know, what's, what is your equal? What is my equal? What is anybody else's equal? You know, and then we fight over it. I want to well, get, we all should be equal, but only in regards to this. I want to dude. And then there we, where we were talking about cancel culture. Uh, and I said about a hierarchy, you're the same thing. You're creating a hierarchy. Um, and that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's, uh, the equality question is hard and that that i feel is is almost its own episode in itself but because you're right there's different kinds of equality there's you know um that's your financial status could be of you know i'm not as equal to jeff bezos as you know get started on finance i'm gonna break the news everybody and you can take it leave it this is my opinion again okay uncomfortable realization we are not equal in the marketplace we were never equal in the marketplace we are never going to be equal in the marketplace different skills have different values and are worth different things mm-hmm. get over it yeah. no i i don't i don't disagree i but i also am on the same page that you know yeah okay um you know maybe my job isn't as hard or i wasn't smart enough to come up with something that would afford me to have a 500 million dollar yacht but um you know my health care and that's very be, sad yes it is <laughs> my health care should be as equal as what jeff bezos health care is or Absolutely. elon musk's you know whatever his is i mean it's you know, that's where the equality comes. Sure. You want to have situations where somebody is a little more lucrative in their earnings because of the hard work that they put into developing their company and getting it to where it's at. Sure. I take nothing away from them in that it, it sickens me with how, how rich they are. But at the same time I go, Hey, you know, they thought of it before I did and they worked on it. And I, there's, you know, I don't, good job. You know, if, if somebody <laughs> I'll be ordering something from Amazon this week. Sometimes, <laughs> if somebody right, came in right. money early, ethically, what I'm saying is ultimately, if they didn't come into it in some kind of gross way, you know, by you know, I don't even want to say unspeakable means, but if they came across it in a good way, I don't care. Great yeah. for them. You know what I mean? Good Cheering for you. Them. Am I a little envious? Yeah. Am I a little? You know, oh, God damn it! Why can't that happen? That you know, sure. Um, but I'm sure they were there at some point in their life too. You know, can't fault, you can't hate on people for having being successful. No, no, but there are certain things in the world that, that should do. I should never have to worry about where my next meal is going to come from. I should never I, worry about. You should never have to worry about where, how you're going to pay for life sustaining yeah. medication. Yeah. Or your level of success right. should not affect, you know, your level, excuse me, everyone defines success differently. Mm-hmm. I, 
your financial situation in life should never affect your access to whatever level of healthcare. This person has, you know, yachts and mansions, so he can afford better healthcare than the person working nine to five, making 10 bucks an hour. Right. That should never be a thing. Right. No, absolutely shouldn't. Think about the, the basics of, of that tribe mentality um, where they're hunters and gatherers, right? They both had, you know, different jobs and one is going to be more dangerous than the other. Most likely you're not going to be attacked by, you know, picking crops or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a one-off, but you're more likely to be hurt while you're hunting um, friendly fire, you know, <laughs> possible, you didn't quite shoot whatever the bear where you needed to. And now it's coming at you. Um, you know, there's differences, but they both brought something to the tribe. They brought, they brought an importance to it. And we don't see that anymore. It's, you know, uh, if you yeah. work in, if you work at McDonald's, most people go, there's a reason you're working at McDonald's, <laughs> but I need right. somebody to make, you know, to make those hamburgers and make those fries and make those shakes well, because that's what I want from them, you know? <laughs> People throw that, you know, when you're talking about finances and all that, people throw McDonald's out there a lot. Well, why, you know, the people working at McDonald's should be making the same as, I don't know, somebody else making a lot of money, whatever, some other high-ranking job. There's a reason for that. There's a reason people working at McDonald's only make what they make because it doesn't take a lot of time to train somebody to use the same 10 machines at McDonald's as much as time and resources and money as it takes to train somebody through med school okay that's why they're making significantly more money than you are you're more easily trained in that position you have to invest less in a new employee in that position yeah it's we're yeah, not so, equal yeah it's uh, people throw that example out a lot about mcdonald's sorry that's kind of where no, my train no no no. i get it i mean that's uh that was why i kind of brought it up is just because there is so many different ways to to think to think to think about it uh, <laughs> <laughs> to think about equality and to really kind of place it on different things. But um, so no, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful by the way. And a job is a job. And if you're out there busting your ass and earning a living, good for you, dude, keep doing what you're doing. I'm not criticizing anybody for what they do for a living because I'm grateful for all of those people doing all of those jobs. Somebody needs to do those jobs. Somebody needs to get me my chicky nuggies. <laughs> and we found that out during pandemic and you know the all the uh, the grocery store employees were like hey guess we're pretty important now huh <laughs> and this issue is not just a united states issue either like oh it's everywhere it's everywhere it, there are very few countries that your economic status doesn't propel you above others in a way because if you where your money's at not at, on an actual personal level but because you have this amount of money, you are looked at as a more refined kind of person or I agree. whatever you want to look at it. But and, and there's so many gray areas with so many things. And so, like you said, we could do an entire episode alone on equality um, because it's a big topic. You know, it, there's a lot to talk about. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So tune in, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I think Jude, you answered the question about, you, you don't think that we can get there. You don't, I, I, I don't know if we can get there in our lifetime. I'll say that. Um, but you definitely do not feel we can get there just because of that, that human, it's human nature, right? You know, when we'll get there 
and we won't see this in our lifetime when one does in the other hmm. when one what when one side does in the other oh i see what it'll happen if we continue on the way that we're going now that's going to happen 100 percent. yeah i'll be in heaven watching it yeah we'll be you know uh I just don't see how we come back from how far backwards we've gotten and continue to go. I'm a firm believer that we continue to go back and we will. I don't, I mean, I don't and think that's, that, not me that's being not... like Debbie Downer or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, It's writing on the wall. Yeah. It it's, it's what we've done. It's weird. Um, you know, people are going to say, well, we've come a long way. I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> it depends on what you talk about, but fundamentally human, human beings are still human beings. We, we see something we don't understand and we get nervous about it. And we, we immediately go on the, the offensive instead of trying to understand it better. Um, so Kill it. let's poke at it. Right. So I don't know if you guys saw or not uh, that today they, I think yesterday and today, the, one of the biggest news stories out there is that um, they are confirming UFOs. They are saying 100% for reals. They had a meeting about it. They talked about it. And then they had a behind closed door kind of thing. Um, so again, I thought we already knew that though. <laughs> well, well, they talked about it and they said, Oh, we, we, we'll put some, we'll put some shiny Released pictures out videos. there for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're saying hundred percent it's for real. Um, but I love Duh. how they sneak these things in here. Like, Oh wait, you know what? So there's shit happening in Ukraine. We're worried about China. We're worried about North Korea. We just had the primaries in, in here. Let's, let's go ahead and tell them about UFOs again real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was my thing. I was like, I thought we heard about that during COVID already. We did. We did. But, uh, yeah. you know, now they're releasing more information and um, it's become a little more for reals. Um, but that's the thing, right? So let's say we all of a sudden in within the next, who knows, let's just say six months, we make first contact, right? Hmm. Now we have a whole new thing to go and hate and be afraid of. And instead of trying to Let's understand, kill it and learn, poke at it. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tried that. That's now, why granted, you know, I'm all about being a little like, like sketch about it. Like, okay, well, we don't know why they're here first. So let's see what's going on with that. But, <laughs> uh, but let's you know, go kill it and poke at it. Yeah. I don't, I definitely don't think that's the way to go until, you know, like we should definitely be more, you know, defensive than, than offensive, but um, let's strategically kill it and poke at it. Yeah. I was going to say, well, how are we going to be <laughs> extraterrestrials, man? I mean, you know, like, what are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're like really I bad allergies. And, I feel you know, like the <laughs> primal nature in us, you know, <laughs> like any animal, uh, we fear naturally our instincts are to fear things that we don't understand. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't understand much about UFOs other than what I've seen in television. <laughs> so, yeah. It'll be if out, I, though. If we kill it and poke at it. <laughs> I'd be terrified. 
it, you know, if I ever had that kind of, I don't know, that the thought of that, you know, when you're watching sci-fi alien invasion movies, that's why you get, that's why they're so exciting because there's always that thought of like, you know, what if, like, what is that actually, how, oh my God, wouldn't that be crazy? You, you let them aliens come down here, I'm going to shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with me, E.T. Yeah. AR-15, right. so, it, 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 it shoots. It shoots five, five, six ammo. It'll put a hole in you. AT's gonna need to phone an ambulance when I'm done with him. <laughs> you ain't gonna dial nine. I don't dial nine one one. I dial eight one one because that's the number you gotta call when you bury something. Well, I can't even count. <laughs> I just want to apologize to any um, cartoon southern characters out there. <laughs> For these <laughs> voice impersonations, <laughs> or anybody in Bedford, yeah, the one. Hey, no. <laughs> hey. I mean, I'm originally from Jersey, but that's where I did live. Guys, for a while. <laughs> if you guys get the chance, there's a video. I don't know what the he has several. I don't know what the exact title of the video is, but his name's Donnie Baker on YouTube, and there's a video where his boat gets repossessed, all because his neighbor called the homeowners association and told him it was an eyesore. Well, so's your <laughs> wife, Mitchell. We ain't even that. I'm talking this neighborhood, yet you married a sea cow. <laughs> hey, oh, easy God. with the whole homeowners association thing. I'm the president of the homeowners <laughs> yeah. association here. Uh, you got to watch my the whole president Lee. So. It's fantastic. So, all right. So the whole reason I brought out the alien thing was because it's something different. It's something that we don't know. We don't understand. Uh, and that happens a lot um, with, you know, not just color of skin, but because of societal differences or cultural differences. You know, uh, I don't quite understand why in France they do this. So oh, French people are weird, right? Um, and, you know, no, that's just a, a, I'm just using this example. Like, I'm not saying French people weird though they are, but <laughs> are damaged people. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But my family's from France. So, um, all due respect to all, uh, potential French listeners. Out there. Yes, correct. Correct. Um, but that's just it. Like, I think that's Except for is... Pepe Le Pew because he's sexist and he's <laughs> yes. jerking around. Yes. That cancel Pepe Le Pew. Cancel. No means no, Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, that's just it. It's, it's, uh, that's the problem is that human beings can't get past that part of it. And that's what keeps pushing us back to this archaic kind of um, behavior where we're. I like, I like yeah, the, how you we're, explained we're, it. Our react our reactions are are speaking so much louder than what the words should be speaking because we can't get past something or we feel so strongly about something that it's you know it's it's making it's making it hard for everyone else to to want to listen to your message you know um so i think we've come to the point where we, we don't we don't know if the u.s can get on board um but let's just say maybe we can. What kind of leaders are we going to need for this to happen? Like, what are what are you, what are you going to be looking for in a leader in order to get us moving in the right direction? And I, I personally feel that we will not see that anytime soon. So it's going to take some generations for it. But 
um, it's got to start somewhere. Do we think that our future leaders, not, not at our age, get our age group, but younger are moving in the right direction? No. I agree. And the whole point of that was because of what happened in Buffalo. That kid was what, 18 years old. Okay. And a white supremacist. Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. So this 18 year old kid goes up to Buffalo, shoots 10 people. He planned it out for almost a year. Mm-hmm. 13 people. How much have you heard about Killed it? 10. <laughs> yeah. How much have you heard about it? Oh, a lot. Actually, I've been watching CNN and they've been talking about it a good bit. He's going to, I think he's actually uh, his trial star, not his trial, but he's arraigned tomorrow or something like that. His arraigned. So, how much but, have you read about it on Facebook? Uh, I haven't, but I think um, I've never. I haven't even seen anybody try to post anything about it, uh, other than the day it happened. I did see some things come up that it, breaking news stuff, but you have Facebook. Not really, not really shocking seeing how he's an eighteen-year-old white kid. Mm. Oh yeah. I was watching the today or good morning America today show. I don't remember, but they had uh, one of the, the, the sons of one of the women who, who was killed. He was like, he was like, a, a I don't, I, I, I know I'm going to say this wrong, but he, I want to say he was like the chief of the fire department or where he, he actually, the commissioner, commissioner of the fire department in Buffalo, a uh, former commissioner. And his mother was, was like 86 years old and she was gunned down and he was there with their lawyer. And the lawyer had said, you know, if this were a black person, um, be they would not be alive right now. And this, this young man is alive and, and he killed 10 people. Yep. And if I, he was black, he'd be dead. Yeah, Sorry. He, he made a, a good point. Yeah. He made a good point. I was like, you're not wrong, buddy. You know, like, that's horrible. That 18 year old kid, that 18 year old kid is a terrorist and a racist. Yep. I mean, he's not wrong, but what's the implication Flat there? Out. I, I think he was throwing out the black lives matter portion of this like can you imagine if that happened and it was a black person it they would have been shot i don't yeah i agree 100 mm-hmm. percent. what i'm saying i'm all i'm asking is like okay yeah you do absolutely i agree so what do you suggest we do would should we, should we kill him like mm-hmm. if, well, um what do you guys think though I do want to say that if you guys remember a few months ago, there was a, a black man who shot some people in New York city and then called and basically turned himself in and he was not killed, but I don't disagree with what the lawyer said as well. Or what you said, Jude, you know, what do you mean? What, what the, what him saying that, you know, if he was, if he was a black man, he would have been killed. And then this kid would have been alive. Yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. I just, you know, what do you, um, what do we expect um, from the judicial system? Um, what, what do you think would be an appropriate, you know, course of action for something like that? Death penalty. At this point. Here's the thing though. Death penalty alone. in this country is a joke. Well, it's because you wait forever for it to happen. Charles Manson. Charles Manson was on death row for how long? And mm-hmm. I did know this. You, people are going to be out there go, Charles Manson didn't kill anybody. <laughs> the, um, yeah. Let's have a conversation <laughs> uh, yeah. about perspective. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The entire judicial system is, like I said, that's another one that's broken. It's a game. It's a game. We, we're bargaining with criminals. And I know that's not a new thing, but I mean, come on. 
well, you know, what you did was really bad. How much money you got and what's your social status? <laughs> are you a Republican or are you a Democrat? Mm. I'll make yeah. you a deal. If you do this yeah. for us, we'll forget about that other shit. Yeah. Right. What? Here's the other part of that whole thing, Jude. And that kid was posting on multiple social media sites. Um, yeah. Even Twitch. And then there was another yeah. one that I've heard a couple different times. And I can't Discord. remember the name of Discord. Yeah. Um, and nothing was done. He posted no. his plans. Everything didn't touch yeah. it. Didn't even. No one took him seriously. No. I don't even know like, how. He told you what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. Posted videos on YouTube of him driving through Buffalo in the neighborhood. He had he blueprints. Mm -hmm. And he had blueprints and schematics for that area. So he knew the best way in to get maximum kills, just what it is, and then how to get out. To where he wouldn't get caught like he posted and told you that'd be like me going on social media going hey guys i'm gonna get drunk tonight and drive down 99 150 mile an hour in the wrong direction yolo why, you know why nobody talking about that then not even like an acknowledgement of like oh we dropped the ball on that one guys <laughs> but here's the thing you don't hear anything about that on social media of course not haven't heard anything like that, you know, in other places. However, had that been, and I hate to say this because it shouldn't be like this, but if that was a ethnic person, uh, of a, a person of any type of different ethnicity other than Caucasian, you'd be hearing about it. Mm. Oh, well, this, this guy, he was part of ISIS and he was this and he was that and he's a terrorist and you know, not one, haven't seen anything online that says that this guy's a terrorist, which he is. Mm -hmm. There's nothing online saying this guy's a racist, again, which he is. Mm -hmm. Nothing like that. But yet, if that if that was a black man that did that, a black kid, we'd be talking about how many times he got shot. That's Period. Horrible. But That's I think way it would happen. And if you tell me that I'm wrong. You talk about that when they wrong. run a stop sign. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we all agree on uh, we all agree on that. You know, it's irrelevant because we shouldn't have to, because I mean it regardless of whether we agree or disagree, that's facts. Yeah. That's how it unfortunately, and it shouldn't fucking be that way. Yeah, I want to clarify like, that when I laugh when I said that, it it wasn't because it was funny, it's because no, it's sad. Like it's, I'm saying right. it's, it's sad. sad to say no, you, that, got, you know, they run no, a you stop said that sign, one kid they shot, they shoot people. Ran the stop sign and the girl accidentally grabbed her gun instead of her taser right yeah shut up shut up you you pulled your gun because you thought you were going to scare him and then whenever he didn't get scared you shot him yeah period so okay so i think this brings up an interesting question that that's not in my little timeline thing but <laughs> where do we go first do we go after the political? Do we go after the racial? Do we go after the, the, cause you, we're not going to be able to fix it all at the same time. It's not going to be which, like, which broken system do yeah, we, what, what do we go after first or how do we try to I fix don't, these things that, that I don't think you hard, go after the, you know, you do not go after the political aspect of it. That's going to maybe fix itself. 
Well, <laughs> the reason being you don't go after here's here's the thing. This is a double edged sword. You don't go out, and we've talked about it before in other uh, other episodes, which are available right now on all of our platforms. Yes. <laughs> um, if you go after the political part of it, we've talked about this. The political part of it, the government will never allow you to disband them. Mm-hmm. They're never going to let you do it because if you disband them, who's who's going to make up the new government? The government is never going to allow the government to be overturned. Case in point, January sixth. I used we to tried say- to we tried to go into the Capitol and undo the government, and it didn't happen. You know, all I them people to- said we got guns and shit. They didn't do it. <laughs> I used to say that, you know, we should, and it wasn't that long ago, we should give, that it was time for the government to give the power back to the people, that the people needed to reclaim the country from, from, the, from the government. Never happened. I, I did, well, I, I disagree, I think, now. I don't know, uh, because I don't, you know, that, that being ex- an example, what you just brought up, of a clear case of we're not fucking ready for that. Uh, we clearly cannot handle that responsibility. The only way you're ever going to overturn the government is if you get enough like-minded people to band together in order to do it. That will never happen. It, ha- it has to come within the government, I think. The people that are elected, you have to elect the people to go in there and make the changes. You are right. However, however... That will never happen because we can't agree on things Mm -hmm. as a society. And as a people, we can't come together to decide on anything because. And we've created people to help us do. We've created systems and put systems in place because we struggle with agreeing on things to help us come together and disagree together and sort it out and come to a reasonable, rational decision that works for everybody, that system's not working either. And then we fight about the system in itself. You know, we fight about, well, we have this system in place to make sure that we can come to an agreement, but your agreement's not what I think we should be agreeing for. So now we're going to fight about that. Yep. We can't, like, here's the thing. Somebody posted on Facebook years ago a dress and said, yeah. what, co- what color's the dress? And we fought about the color of the fucking dress. <laughs> like, what? Why? Why? Why did we fight over something so minuscule, so small, so insignificant, but yet we fought over a color of a dress? Everyone's- if we can't agree about a color of a dress... How the fuck do we fix the government? You can't. You can't. So I think not- a lot, a lot of people's argument, you know, as far as where to, which one of these systems to start first with, a lot of people's focus for a long time now has been the political system, because you know, okay, well, I must all start if we elect this person or this official or this team of people into this office, surely change will come. They've promised us X, Y, Z. If we elect them, we put our focus and time and energy and money into the politics system. Uh, change will happen. It hasn't. Uh, not working. So clearly, 
it's not the political system that we start with. I would, I would, like I said, you can't, you, you can't, like I said, it's a double-edged sword. So one, on one side, you could try and go after them. They will never allow it. That's the mm-hmm. other side is they will never allow it. It will be a battle and a fight. You're not going to win. You're hey, wasting your time. What's the, what's the biggest fear of somebody who gains an incredible amount of power? That they'll mistreat that power. And that they'll lose it. Right. They're not right. Once the they have it, they don't want to give it away. They're mm-hmm. not giving the country up ever. Not going to happen. Right. Right. One of the things like that, I said, you can't. Go ahead, Tim. I was just going to say, one of the things that bothered me when, I, you know, going into this primary, I kept seeing, and I'm sure we're going to see more of it as we get, you know, in closer to November with, and especially here in PA, uh, and I'm not saying that this, this doesn't happen on both sides, but I just saw it a lot on the Republican side. Every, almost every single Republican, except for maybe one or two, were coming out saying, I was a Trump supporter, or I'm, you know, backed by Trump or whatever. To me, as a voter, if Biden, look, okay, so if someone were to come out and start referencing someone who was just a president or just something, whatever, and saying that I'm, I'm this support, I'm that, I don't give a shit who you supported. I want to know what you're going to do. What are you going to Pennsylvania? do for the country or for the state or anything? Exactly, exactly. Here's the other thing, though, too. Like I was saying it, we, we fight against you, or we can't agree with anything. Dr. Oz ran for Senate as a Republican. And the Republicans brought out commercials against Dr. Oz. They were more against themselves than they were against the Democrats. You can't agree with yourselves. Right. Right. Republicans are fighting over the Republican candidate. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's the primary. So they are essentially going up against their own party at that point to be elected to go to to get elected to whatever (laughs) position. But But here's the thing. Didn't didn't Dr. Oz win? (laughs) Uh, he he was Didn't projected. He it's probably going to take a few days, but he's in the lead from what I last saw. Um, right, but here's my thing: if he wins, are the Republicans going to stand behind him, or are they going to go, "Hey, well, you he know what? by Trump, so yeah, yeah, he's not a Republican, so you should vote for the Democrat." Yeah, no. All he's, of a sudden, all those people that were against him are going to go, "Yeah, he's not that bad." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's endorsed by Trump, so they're going to stand behind him. And yep. Yeah, I hope, he's not I, that bad. You know, I know that we said that we didn't really want him, but since he's our choice now, yeah, yeah he's not that bad. I, you know? I'm going to laugh if he pulls like some com- like complete smoke and mirrors on him and be like, guess what? <laughs> I'm not going to serve I'm going to laugh when he goes, I'm running as a Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's funny because now they're fighting against each other. <laughs> Yeah. So coming back around, I think, you know, when you plant a tree, you know, a seedling, whatever, um, you know, you don't get a 20, 30 foot tree overnight. I think this is this whole broken system thing, not something that's going to be solved um, in a short amount of time. And that being said, I think then you would look to our future generations. And as far as where to start is, you know, systems go that aren't working, I would suggest maybe the educational system would be a good place to start and teaching the next generations 
you know, the right things and, you know, what we, you know, kind of the changes that we want to see, you know, implement that, you know, fix the problems in the education system, stop setting these young adults who are leaving high school up for failure before they even, you know, get out of the gate. Um, I don't know. I would just, there's so many things I would argue that it would start in what we're the, the information and the tools and the resources and the skill sets and the mindsets, more importantly, the mindsets are huge um, of our children and our children's children. Yeah. Because well, clearly not working out for us. I don't disagree with you, Joe. What worries me is that we, we have teachers because you have, I mean, it's just inevitable that have these strong belief systems and, and try to push that agenda. And they can't, they can't and go into I, a classroom and just say, I'm here to be your teacher. I'm going to teach you the differences between right and wrong. It's like, I'm going to teach you my differences between right and wrong or my, my religion's differences or my political party's differences or whatever. It, 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 there's no basic morality to anything at this point. It's just, this is my way and this is why it's right. And, and that's why I think we're going to struggle in that sense. I don't disagree with you though. Um, but I think it all comes back to, getting the right person into office and it's got to start there and we have to find out who those people are and it's going to be real hard to do right now because right now we are so vehemently against each other on no matter what side you're on um it's almost like the independent parties don't exist right now because the democratic and republican parties are so at war that they're just like, we're going to go ahead and step back. We never usually win these things anyway. So we're just going to pretend like we're not here anymore. <laughs> you know, there's so, many aside, you know? <laughs> well, there's so many misconceptions about political parties and your options and your choices and all of that. Anyways, a lot of people, myself, actually up until a couple of years ago, I didn't know that there were like, you know, a plethora of political parties out there. You know, some of them don't have very many members. Um, but there's a lot, there's a lot of options to pick <laughs> um, that I'd never even heard of. And it's just this, you know, the, the yeah. picture that's painted is red, blue. That's it. Mm -hmm. Right. So there are 195 countries in the world. What do you think would be a good start to get countries on board with something like this? What, what, what number out of that 195? Is it half? Is it less? Is it more? It, it depends because each one has a different stature. Like the United States isn't the same as Uganda. We're, we're asking, what are we asking? How many would get on board? Yeah, so... You know, we're, we're, we're working towards this global community. How many other countries do we need to get on board with us? So we know countries like, like us, countries like uh, the United Kingdom, uh, you know, France, um, you know, Japan, um, Australia, places like that, that, that people look to because they're they're known for something specific. They're just big countries in general. And I mean, Christ, Australia is its own, you know, um, wow. I just completely lost, lost track of thought there. Huh? 
Continent. Continent. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you're going to have to have some, some of these countries with a, that are a little more put together to lead the way, um, which again, I feel like that's the whole point of United Nations, but I don't know if that's their ultimate goal. I don't know if they're all, their ultimate goal, I think is to say, okay, we built this because we want to have protection, you know, again, very mafia like, but I get the purpose of it. Um, where I'm talking more like, okay, we need some kind of like global, well, I mean, like, you know, like adjustment. yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but everybody comes together with that same goal of just being unified and saying, okay, we need to make things better as a whole, you know, like these G G20 conferences and things they get together and they talk about how can we get better at things, you know, um, you know, so what's that number look like? There's 195 countries out there. Uh, what's, what's that number look like? And this is obviously just a, you know, opinionated kind of thing. And it's not, there's no science to this at this point. I think. But... I don't know. I think it, Go ahead. Like I said, it depends on the country. Like, hold on. Now I got me curious. Let's look here. <laughs> so how many countries get... did you say there are? 195 is what I what I found to be the most truthful because there was a couple different things. But there's two areas that are not considered countries. Um, yeah, 193 was, countries. Hmm. Yeah, so, so it's around that number, yeah. Obviously, you're not going to have, you know, it's not going to be like, well, if we have, let me let me scroll down here to the bottom. All right. So it's not like you're going to say, hey, you know what? If we have Palau, San Marino, Monaco, and Andorra get on board, we're golden. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so you're basing off population. Is that it's based on this is based on, okay, let me go into the middle then. Yeah. So it's not like I'm going to say that Nicaragua, Lebanon, Libya, and Togo are going to make a difference. Yeah. Now, if I told you, hold on that well we have indonesia pakistan brazil nigeria and bangladesh russia and mexico little different yeah you know you're looking at just in you know pakistan 220 million people you know to where whatever down here i said well you know if, if we have hold on you know if, if we have san marino who has a whopping 33,931 people. <laughs> it sounds like a nice, you know, so, <laughs> so to say, you know, how many, how many countries it, I don't think that's a fair analysis though, because it's not. And I understand what you're saying, but you I know. think here, you know, how do I want to put this? I think us sitting here saying, you know, basically a country's, you know, worth or the people in it. And I know that's not what you're suggesting, and that's what I'm saying. I don't want to suggest that, you know, the people that live in those countries, it might only be 131 people, but they're, they're still part of this world. They're still part of a global community. They still live mm -hmm. here. They are, but how much of an effect can they have? One person can make the world a, a really different place, man. We know that. Given the right platform, yes. You know, who's, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I'm not trying to argue your point. Yeah. I'm just, also, you know, adding a point. 
Can one person make a difference? Absolutely. But how many people are behind that person? You know Likelihood. what I mean? If you come from a, you come from a country with 33,000 people compared right. to a country with 220 million. Well, that's just statistics. That's, the, you know, that uh, out of 131 fucking people, you know, the, how, what's the odds of that one person out of that group as compared to, you know, out of the, you know, 300,000 from somewhere else? Uh, I, I understand your point. I'm just, you know, saying you, yeah. you never know. And I don't want to, I don't want to discredit the value, obviously, of any, any person. Oh, um, I don't discredit the value. It's the people no matter where backing from. that person. Yes. No, I, it's I, the I, people I behind that person. Right. And I'm not trying, please don't think I'm trying to suggest that you're suggesting that. I'm just, I want to make a point to say, like, right. It, right. you don't know. I don't know where that person's going to come from. They could come from anywhere. We killed Jesus. And I think, you know, but yeah. You know, one guy. He had weird things of we should love each other. Let's kill him and poke him. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, bro. Yeah. I'm kidding. Um, I don't know, man. I, you know, I think in order for everybody to come together, you have to take those those smaller groups of people into account and maybe the, you know they're not you're in the draft of you know recruiting people for this mission your first choice um but they are nonetheless important pieces to the um, puzzle man you know yeah but i mean if you look at history and people who have tried to stand up for things oh yeah christ I jesus killed him abraham lincoln freed the slaves killed him Dr. King. Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. King. Malcolm X. Kennedy. JFK. And he knew uh, all that. Like Pope John Paul got shot. Didn't mm -hmm. kill him, but they shot him. You know? So you have all, all these people that Reagan was shot. You know, you have all these people who tried to stand up and make a difference for different things. And look what happened. Mm -hmm. You know? We... we they, they were shot or they were killed or they were, you know. Marie Antoinette. We forgot about her. Marie Antoinette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many figures in, in history? Um, but you know what? If you're not, if you're trying to make a difference, if you're trying to make an impact, if you're trying to make a change, I don't care if it's on a personal level for yourself or for the greater good or for the community around you, or your family, your friends. If you're not pissing somebody off, you're not doing something right. Because we, and, and yeah, history, in this day and age, you piss the wrong person off, they kill well, you. That's, that's what that history has shown us that you know that what did all those people do? They pissed a lot of people off, and unfortunately, you know, they gave their life to it. Um, or and their life, not even so poor, much you know, we're, we're going to kill you before what you stand for, it's we're gonna kill you because we're afraid of what you might do, exactly, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Because people hate change and people in places of power are afraid to lose it and we're afraid to upset the established order of things because it works, because it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. It don't work. We live in a very, um, if you're not with me, you're against me society. Absolutely. And it, it, that boils down to even sports. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, some people get so hyped up about sports is they, they start a fight at a, at a football game or, or basketball game or whatever. Well, and it's I like, you know, look, I love my Steelers just as <laughs> much as any other Steelers fan, but I'm not fighting anybody over it because I don't 
like they don't pay me. (laughs) Right. You know, it's, it's crazy sometimes Mm. the way that our, our minds allow us to differentiate in that sense. And it's, it, it it takes time, I think, to get away from that because maybe the younger me might've been that guy. Um, but now that I'm older and I've seen the world a little bit more and, and what's and don't going heal on. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I don't heal the same. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't let those things get to me anymore. Like I think your ideals are dumb. Cool. Yep. I'm still you, sleeping boo. tonight. <laughs> yep. You do you boo. I ain't getting a bullet for that. Right. You know? Well, and I hate to bring that up again, but it's gotten to the point where, you know, the people that are in the public eye most often and on such a huge uh, pedestal in society and, and, and everybody's looking at them and whether they like it or not, or want to accept the responsibility of it or not, they're leaders in a sense, and they're setting an example and everything that they do, it just comes with the gig. And now they're setting the example that if you don't like somebody's opinion or a joke that they make or something that they say, or their thoughts on something that they chose to share that you can assault them. That's totally okay. I am super surprised that we have not had an assassination attempt on any officials, elected officials, in a very long time. Take it one step further. Kill them. Exactly. And just yeah. the way that we're reacting and acting towards things right now as a society in the United States, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm taking That's, it back. And I didn't think of it. <laughs> you said that, that I didn't think about that in that perspective. That's one step behind that. Yeah. You know, now we're publicly promoting like, hey, man, I don't like what you said. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Um, that's okay. Uh, take it a couple of steps further. Hey, I don't like what you say. And now we're going to kill you. I think we saw that before. <laughs> you know, I think we've seen that play out. Mm-hmm. I think that they are just more cautious with the handling of where Biden's at or where this mm-hmm. person's at or where this person's at. Absolutely. I think they're more cautious because of that. Uh, a friend of mine, you know, was in the air force. He, he stood outside of, of Clinton's air force one and in, 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 uh, in Maryland when he was stationed there. And he told me how, just how cautious they really are. There are snipers all over the place watching and waiting for something to go down. And they will not hesitate because that is their job. So, you know, I get it. It's much harder to do now than it probably was at any point in time. But it's their just job is to kill to you before you get a chance to kill him. Right. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. Very simple job. Okay. Not that hard. That guy gets close to anybody. Anybody gets close to that guy, you shoot him. Right. Mm-hmm. I meant the concept of the, you know, hey, this is your, <laughs> make sure yeah. this don't. Right. Have you so, have you guys seen the picture at the Super Bowl? Yeah. The sniper's nest at the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. They had a sniper's nest, two of them. It's well, Super they, have, they only showed you one of them. You know why they only showed you one of them? Because the second one you'd have never found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're clear on the fact that we don't want to start with politics because that one seems to be the messiest. <laughs> um, I think you have you have politics and religion, and I think they're equal. Yeah, well, I was just 
that you don't yeah. want to start with those because those are the ones people are literally killing each other over. Mm-hmm. Uh, people aren't so much killing themselves over difference in opinion in the healthcare system. <laughs> <laughs> At least that we're hearing about anyway. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> anyway, not yet. I think, I think the problem is though now we're to a point where politics and religion run everything. Mm-hmm. So you can't start with politics. You can't start with religion. But they both intertwine with what is going on in this world right now. It's a catch twenty two. They're right anchored so deeply you know they're cornerstones of everything that we're talking about as far as change but you can't address either one of them so i think the thing is you have to address whichever one's going to do the least amount of damage so which one is it? yeah no i i it's it's a hard choice i think at this point i would say i have a little bit of faith in our younger crowd (laughs) um in you know think about russia as a whole right now right there are a lot of people in russia that are against this war they can't control anything because of putin and his you know i'm president of russia (laughs) yeah he's (laughs) obviously not he's a dictator at this point he is running the country. He's placing a false narrative so that his some of the people that are there that believe that it's a good fight um, continue to see it as being a good fight, when in reality it's not. There's really no, there, as far as I'm concerned, no real good reason for it. Um, he's going to a country destroying all these major cities that if even if he were to win, he now has to rebuild. He's, he's wasting, you. you know, <laughs> you know, and it makes no sense, but there are people that are against it. Um, there are people in China um, that are against the Chinese government, you know, invading Taiwan. Uh, however, as we saw also in the news recently over this weekend, someone uh, a, who a Chinese man living in, in America in California went to a Taiwanese church and shot people there. So, you know, it's now those things are starting to affect us that are that aren't even our issues here and you know if he's living here he shouldn't make a difference like if you live in the united states there you should not really it's not affecting you 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 don't live in that country you don't live in china you don't live in taiwan now i can understand where you would be upset about being taiwan and being affected by it, but you know i i think our youth as as a as a whole in the world we have some hope there. It's going to take time. It's not going to be this generation that fixes everything. It's going to be a long time from now. We are Here's all going to be, now. you know, somewhere I in the agree. sky. But <laughs> Here's that's the thing what I, you're that's talking why I said about. about education and our children and our children's children. Here's the thing you're talking about, you know, well, he didn't live in China, so you shouldn't let that affect him. Okay. 9-11. There were people of that descent mm-hmm. who were in the United States being thrown rocks at, being beaten, being pushed down, being punched. Yeah, yeah. They had nothing to do with any of it. You, you're 100% so we are, right. We are our own worst enemy. We are teaching yes. them. Yes. Teaching I, and I, 
I know I'm I'm not I don't disagree with you there. I I completely agree that that was that was 100 wrong. Like you know those, those individuals. But I, I say that because it, it's you know? been it's been happening since then, since 2001, which people were like, oh, that wasn't that long ago. 21 years, folks. Mm -hmm. 21 I, years ago, this was happening. I mean, it's been happening since World, probably before that, but definitely World War II when they had the Japanese internment camps. I mean, they yeah. you know they. Yeah, they lived in the United States, and they're like, "We're gonna, right. we're gonna lock you up for a while to make sure everything's copacetic." I'm right. gonna save that right. one for our conversation about equality and rights. Yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. all up in arms about their fucking rights. Once you ask any any of those Japanese American citizens mm -hmm. <laughs> during about that their rights time, and how they didn't rights. have shit. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about your rights in two words: Citizen. imminent domain mm -hmm. <laughs> these yep. were citizens domain. Like, the US? come on yeah the government could come in at any point in time and go hey so that's yours yeah well, it's ours now i got news for everybody just a quick little blurb from me uh that's not a right then if if if, if something could be taken taken away from you it's not a right it's a privilege privilege yeah yep i i have a buddy of mine who will tell you about the whole imminent domain i think i've told you guys about this they wanted to make a highway in front of his parents' house. And they said, hey, we want to make the road go straight instead of turn around your property. So have fun. We're going to give you this amount of money. And he said, I don't want that. And they said, I'm telling you now, if you fight this and we go to court, you're going to get this amount of money, which is half of this amount of money. So pick one because you, you're going to get one or the other. Right now you get this. If you fight us, you're gonna get this. Yeah, dude. Emily does that probably a couple of times a month. Um, she's a right away agent. That's her job is to go and deliver that news to people, and it's not always pretty, man. But it it's a motherfucker delivering that news to somebody because, hey, man. Uh, yeah, I know you thought you owned this. Um, here's the deal. You don't. We're gonna have that now. Um, yeah, that's this, ours. This, this meeting is a formality. Here's what we're willing to give you. This is what we think is fair. Um, Got to be honest with you. I really suggest that you take this. Because if you don't, we're going to take this. Take if this you anyway. fight them, you're not going to get that amount anymore. <laughs> you're not. You're going to get less. A lot less. Yep. You can. Yep. Sometimes you'll win. Sometimes you'll get more. Sometimes they'll be, you, they will give you the opportunity. This is our, you know, offer. Uh, do you think, do you agree? Do you think this is fair? You can counter uh they'll prove or deny uh, a lot of times if they deny and then you fight that you're not gonna get you're lucky if you get anything uh point being one way or another they're gonna have it if they decide they're gonna have it and that you know you don't own real estate at that point if somebody can just say i'm gonna have that now yeah you, you don't own anything you pay taxes on everything in your life pay taxes on everything yeah like my house i paid taxes on it whenever we bought it why do I have to pay taxes on it every year? Yep. You know, <laughs> why do I have to pay taxes every year? I paid taxes on it when I bought it. Why am anytime, I paying taxes on it again? Anytime Stop. money is involved in any thing you do, Uncle Sam with the handout, man, any transaction, period. Yep. Um, and then you get taxed and charged and feed for just basic parts of life. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It, it, yes. Yeah, you're gonna 
you're going to tax my income. And then whenever I take that, what you didn't tax to the supermarket, you're going to tax that too. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to talk about uh, so much about broken systems that we have today. Uh, that's another one. We, you know, this is not working. Our answer to everything, you know, to a financial crisis or financial hardship, it, well, we'll just increase tax. We'll have a new tax. We'll tax mm-hmm. this. That's going to fix it. We'll raise tax. And that's not working. Yeah. It's people, pissing people off. And everybody people keep saying, you know, legalize weed because then you can think about all the tax money you're going to get from, which they're not wrong. It's going to be a lot. Um, however, that doesn't mean they're going to stop taxing you on something else because, oh, we got this money now. We're good. Right. Like, nope. The greedy motherfuckers are going to be like, keep bringing it. <laughs> keep bringing it. We're going to know, we're gonna keep you. Yeah. There's no, nothing's going to change. It's not going to, to alleviate anything for us. It's just more money in their pocket. So they can more money in their pockets. More. Look at Colorado. Yeah. Colorado legalized marijuana and they went from having a state deficit to a state surplus. Mm-hmm. You know what they've used that surplus for? More marijuana. Absolutely fucking <laughs> up. Russell Wilson. They have been, yeah. He came uh, to play the no, yeah. <laughs> they have they have taken that surplus that they have, which is tr- billions, trillions of dollars in surplus, and have done nothing with it. Yeah. It sits in the pockets of the government. Waiting for the next budget meeting. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, well, you, you guys want you, you want more money now for making yeah. you want more vacation? Sure. We have sure. Why not? Yeah. How long it's, have we been how long have we been having the conversation about I mean, we as a country about how to get out of the national debt that we're in and how far debt we're in and you know, plans to get out of the red and how long has that conversation been happening? Oh, for ever. You know we were out we were out of the red whenever Clinton was president. How about since then? <laughs> nope. Here's so, the thing. Know, Everybody was worried about Clinton getting a blow job in the Oval yeah. Office. I don't care if he's getting blowy in the Oval Office. I, don't I he's really don't on the front care. Lawn. I don't care. <laughs> but if you know how to run the country, and we have a surplus. By all means, go get blown. I don't care who you was know? touching what that day and what part of what house. I don't care. Um, not any of my business. Period. That man's marriage, that man's personal life, that man's choices and sexual partners. Whatever. I don't. I don't care about any of it. Is my point. That's me personally. Um, if I was married to Hillary. I'd be getting an internal woman too. Ec- well, economically, things were good. <laughs> uh, so you know, hey, maybe that was helping. <laughs> you know, Bill uh, was doing something right. Apparently, he was relaxed. You know, he was. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but that goes back to our conversation about you know. Maybe, you know, was it really Bill in charge making those decisions yeah. or was yeah, he maybe. going back to the, to the, you know, his part of the, of the White House? Oh, honey, I don't know what to do. Well, they're gonna- I'd be afraid Hillary would kill me. I would be Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> For those uh, playing right. at home, Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Go, Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I lost my train of thought, to be honest with you. Oh, I was, no, was just going to say, I think uh, I, maybe we should move into some closing thoughts and just uh, just, just talk it over. Yeah. What do we feel? Who wants to go first? We want to Rochambeau this? Hot papers. Oh, hold on. Go again. Ready? Rock, paper, Nobody scissors. can see this right now. <laughs> we all do paper? Is that what we just Yeah. <laughs> One more time. I don't, I don't need it. You guys go ahead. <laughs> Rock. Okay, come on, Joe. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn it. Okay. All right, scissors win. 
Just okay. so everybody knows, I lost three straight mother effing times. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean I go first or you go first? I don't know. <laughs> we never oh, really determined. Go. We just went right for it. What's that? Just go, go man. for it. Go for it. Okay. So close the thoughts on this. Um, I know that a lot of people listen to this and think, man, he he is not optimistic on this. He's such a Debbie Downer. He's this, he's that. Negative Nancy. That's not the case. <laughs> What's that? Negative Nancy. <laughs> Negative Nancy. No, yeah, real no. whiny Wendy over there, Tim. Yeah, I know. My <laughs> my rather. whole basis, my whole basis for all of this is what is going on in this world today in the writing of the politics. Okay. We are going backwards quickly, like I said. And until we come to an agreement that we need to stop fighting each other, come together with a solution. For everything, for or not for everything, but for this, how do we fix us? Once we fix us, then we should concentrate on trying to fix maybe some other things. Do I think that we need to get involved in all the world's problems? We do not. We do not. We can't, until we can fix ourselves, we can't fix somebody else. Who are we to go, hey, you should do it this way because it would be better. And then they point the finger at us and go, yeah, but you're fighting each other and killing each other. And yeah, but don't, don't pay attention to that. We can't do that. We, we can't do that. That'd be like me telling somebody, hey, so uh, don't drink and drive, but I don't have a driver's license anymore because I used to drink and drive. You know, I, I just don't see how this world is going to come together when the world is so far apart. I mean, you have countries, you know, invading each other, you know, other countries, killing them for no apparent reason, just because they're there, you know, so there's just so much conflict and hurt and fighting and downright nastiness in this world as a whole. I, I don't see how we fix that because we're doing a great job breaking it more than what it already is. And like I said, you can call me negative Nancy or whatever you want to call me. I don't see how we get ourselves out of this. I don't not, not, not in my lifetime. I, I don't, I don't see it. I, I, I don't think, see how we fix it. I think it's, you know, to bounce off of what you're saying, I think it starts with people. Um, first and foremost, period. It starts with people. Do I have an exact game plan for that? Do I have the solution? Absolutely not. I'm very interested in being part of the solution instead of being part of the problem. Um, and I'm trying. I'm trying to be better every day. I'm trying to do better every day. I'm trying to get to know myself so I can unlearn a lot of unhealthy things about myself. So I'm, I'm trying as often as I can, as hard as I can to be open to being wrong, to being accountable for being wrong, to talking about being wrong, and also to putting that to bed and moving forward. And about what you said about the drunk driving and the hypocrisy of somebody having lost their driver's license and then, you know, going out and giving anti-drinking and driving campaign speeches. Um, I understand your perspective. My perspective, or an additional perspective, I should say, would be that person is the perfect 
person to be giving that message because, hey, man, look at me. Firsthand experience. Um, I fucked up really bad. And here's exactly how. And here's, you know, my message to you. And I want to share it with you so that you can avoid that mess. So you can step around the puddle instead of stepping through the puddle. Um, I think that's an important perspective too, because I think that person is the perfect candidate for that job. And in certain cases, if they're genuinely trying to use that experience to grow and to help other people to grow. I've been wrong. I've been cruel. I've been a scoundrel. I have messed up, um, but I am working every day uh, and I'm going to continue to make mistakes. But on a personal level, I don't have it figured out, but I'm trying real hard and I want to help as many people as I can figure it out too. Um, we're going to have differences of opinions, guys. We're going to have different beliefs. We're going to have different point of views. We have different experiences. We're looking at the world through different lenses. We're not meant to see things the same way. You know, you don't see things the same way as this person over here because you weren't meant to. Um, and we need to learn how to be okay with that. And I think part of that is being okay with ourselves. And, you know, I know I have a long way to go personally. And that's the only reason I bring any of that up is because I know what I'm doing. And I know that I have such a long journey ahead of me. And I know that everybody else does too. And I think that any of this change stems back to us on a personal level as people. So thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> I was just counting how many times you walked in and out of that door. I was yeah, well, I, 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 lost, I lost count. <laughs> I was up to 19. Okay. So. <laughs> and that's whenever I, I decided to start counting too. I was like, I thought, you know, I was going off the cot. Man. Like one. Yeah. Like two. what's going What's he doing? Uh, so real quick, Joe, I, you, you said you don't want to be part of the problem. Right. So this might be for, for another podcast. What's the problem? Good point. Good point. Because there's a you lot know what of, I mean? yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't think what it's I just said, one thing. What I said was very generalized, but you're right. We could do an entire episode on exactly what that freaking means. What's the problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But all right, well, Timmy. There we go. Global issues. That's our next podcast. There we go. <laughs> Beards and bros solving yeah. problems one yeah. at a time. One at a time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, first I want to say, uh, you know, thanks to everybody that that did vote in the uh, the poll that I put out on the Beards and Bros group page, and then uh, some of we all shared it, I believe. So um, we didn't get a lot, but uh, I can tell you that the winner. <laughs> is the not sure currently there is uh, a definite imbalance um, with a close second uh, being no, we can't seem to understand it's okay to not feel the same. And then one person voted for yes, I still have faith. So kudos to you for having faith. Um, I believe you're a better person yeah. than I am. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I've, I voted for the not sure portion because um, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent, but I can't say it's going to go one way or the other at this point. Cause like you said, Jude, there's a lot happening right at this moment that doesn't bode well for it um, because we can't seem to get it out of our own way um, with all these little issues. And, and I wouldn't even say they're little, they are big issues, but we can't but compromise. I think, I think it's the little things compounded that turn into the big issues. And that's why I say it starts on a personal level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely a hundred percent agree that, you know, we need to educate our kids better. 
so that they can be those people to get into leadership down the road that can help us move toward this. We're not going to see it in our, in our lifetime. I, unless something really crazy happens like them aliens, uh, <laughs> and we might be like, you know what? I'm cool with you. Cause we got a bigger issue. You know, <laughs> I agree. Man. The thing I, is, I, though, I, maybe the thing part is, of the issue is that right. like we're looking or waiting for a leader to come around and we should be cultivating one. You know, like you said, with the next generation, uh, we should be creating leaders. Mm-hmm. However, let kids be kids. Oh, we yeah. should be empowering and enabling our future generation to be full of leaders. Correction. You are right. We should, but let kids be kids. There are certain circumstances, subjects, and instances where it keep your children out of it. Mm-hmm. Keep them out of it. There's a lot of things going on in this world that we need to shield our children from, for the most part. But we need to let our children be children. Yes. Kids shouldn't have to, like, like we, we shouldn't have to teach our kids how to protect themselves from an active shooter. That's something this world shouldn't have to do. Especially here no. in the United States. We shouldn't have to do that. But we, we have to because of the way the world has become. Mm-hmm. Which is stupid. We need, again, let kids be kids. Don't yes. get them involved in all this back bullshit that might be going on in your world or in your life or in politics in general. There's, Always, there's no reason for your children who yeah. are 9, 10, 11 years old to be running down the street going, FJB, fuck, fuck Joe Biden, and, and let's go Brandon at like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a, that. That's you know, and that goes back to education, man. And I don't just mean in the school systems and, you know, K through 12, you know, our kids are impressionable and they, a lot of us, you know, enter into adulthood with beliefs and views and opinions that were passed on to us. Right. You know, I, I whenever the election and everything was going on, I had an 11 year old kid on Facebook tell me that I was a libtard. Wow. 11. And then you know, his parents think? got onto the same post yep. and we're egging them on. Yep. And I was going to say, where do you think that came from? Oh, that was, that's taught. That's taught and learned at home. Yeah. Like I said, let your kids be kids. Yeah. But I digress though. No, I, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, stop teaching your kids. Need, right. Yes. We need to teach them the differences, the, the moral differences of the right and wrong, not, you know what politician is right. better and kids, whatever exactly you know, exactly that, and that you know on a personal level kids don't need to be learning about politics they need to be learning how to be better people yep so you know just to kind of wrap myself up is just that I, I really don't i don't know what what's going to happen I, I want us to move toward that you know global community and i and i say that with you know, the, the, the nice little quotation marks because, because, you know, I don't know what that means to be honest with you. Like I, I say it and I, I think I know in my head what it means and it might mean something to differently to somebody else. Be honest with you, I the, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like to me, I, it's just a generalized thing of like, we all need to be on the same page. You know, we all need to know 
we've got to take care of our environment. We've got to take care of our people and all of our people, not just the United States or China or Russia, everyone, because in order for our species to, to continue to evolve, we've got to care for each other and, and move toward a, a better, a better time. And I don't know what that means. I don't want to take away anybody's religion, but I also want people that do believe in their religion to understand that it's okay if others don't, and it should not hinder us from evolving as a species. We are still, you know, science and religion can, can live together if you allow it and you understand that scientifically, you know, we are animals. Um, but we have gotten to this point in our evolution that we, we think, okay, I think there's something else out there and that's okay. That, that that's okay to feel that way. But that's just part of the problem is that what I'm saying right now is that it's okay for someone to feel that way. Not enough people are, are doing that. Everything has an effect to them. If you know, Johnny wants to become Janie that affects them. Even if it's not their kid or a family member or a friend or anything, it affects them somehow. They think it doesn't, who cares? That's their decision. Let it be their decision. Um, you know, things like that. If we can't get over those kinds of things, we're never going to move forward and get better. It's just going to get worse. And then some alien race is going to come someday and they're going to go, damn, these people are fucked up. <laughs> and, yeah. They probably already have. And that's probably, that's probably why they're, why going they're to not here. Us all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's why we haven't today. seen them. They're they're like, hey. Yeah. It's like whenever you fly, it's kind of like whenever you drive past one of them podunk towns, and you're like, don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> don't stop, Paul. Don't they're stop. Gonna, they're going to straight up Thanos our ass, and we're probably going to deserve it at that point. We're going to deserve it because we're going to try and kill it and poke it. <laughs> Right. They're like, all we did was give you guys fire. We were gone for five minutes. Right. 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 <laughs> exactly. So, I, you know, what you I, did. I don't know. I, I really, I really hope that we can, we can get to a better place and it can start to happen before my life is over. Um, That'd be nice. There's a lot see. of work. There's a lot of work to do. And, and I hope that, people our age can start to understand that we, we can, we can do that. We can start that. Um, even it doesn't matter what age you are. It, it doesn't take much to change the person you are and just be a good person in general um, and be understanding and, and understand it. Some people have different thoughts and feelings about stuff and that's okay. You know, um, I, I don't really know what else to say about it other than, you know, just do the right thing. If you're listening to this, be a good person, do the right thing. Stop using politics as some bullshit reason to start a fight with somebody. It's fine if you want to debate something, but know when enough is enough so you can step back from it and don't allow it to affect relationships with people, family, Ruin friends, whatever. You know, it's, it's happened. It's happened in our friend group and it bothers me still. And I understand that, that, it happened. It is what it is. Um, but it, you know, it stinks because we, you know, at one point we were all getting along very well and then we weren't because of this issue that came up and it's very unfortunate because now it, uh, you know, makes things more difficult down the road. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't, I, you know, I wish that we could get through that someday. We might, but we might not. And it is what it is, but don't allow these things to happen. Try to find ways around it um, so that we can kind of just get, be better in general. And maybe that's an example though, for everybody listening, you know, that, that we have a, an experience or a few with that in our own circle. Um, and maybe that's an opportunity to, like I said, set the, set the example and start on a personal level and, uh, you know, be open to having that conversation, be open on both sides to having a difference in opinion and, and working through that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And it comes down to, again, just don't be afraid to say you're wrong or don't be afraid to, you know, to kind of swallow your pride at times and, or just, or just step away from something and say, it's not worth it. And to move away from it. Right. Just keep on scrolling. Yeah. You can say to somebody, you know, Hey, I know we're not going to agree on this. I know we've had some negative interactions on it in the past. Um, I apologize for my part in it. Um, you know, and find a peaceful resolution going forward. You don't have to be at war forever. Yeah. Conflict is inevitable. It's how you deal with it. That makes the difference. It's how you come out in the end. Yeah. I, you know, I think if we can, if we can do that, if you can just, if you're listening to this and you have thought about these kind of things and you don't, you're like, I don't know when the good time is to start being a better person. It's now be a better person do it now and we'll start moving towards things. Share this with other people, share that thought with other people. Cause that's the only way spread the word, just be a better person. It's really that simple. It, it, if you feel like there's going to be something wrong with what's about to happen, don't do it. <laughs> Plain and simple. So yep. um, I think that's, that's pretty much how I'm going to wrap my thing up there. So yeah. Anything else, fellas, before we uh, we close down? Just to expand on what you said, you know, the and there's no destination for that, by the way. You know, it's a journey, um, and it's not a straight line. It's a spiral. You're going to keep coming around to things that uh, have opportunity. Bro, say, hey, I was wrong. Say, hey, you know, I, I fucked up. Hey, I dropped the ball. Uh, hey, I don't feel that way about this anymore. Hey, I had this experience, and it's changed the way I view this uh, you know, I know I messed up in X, Y, Z, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, just, you know, because you decide and you sit here and say today, you know, oh, I'm going to be a better person. You're going to fuck up again. I promise a bunch of times. Um, but the, the, the important thing is to just keep doing better. <laughs> yep. Oh, great. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I feel this was a, this was a pretty good one. I, I thought, um, it started a little slow until we caught our, caught our wind there. Our sail caught the wind and we, we took off with it. So it felt so good. Like I got my pizza, know. buddy. There you go. <laughs> you got a little <laughs> food fuel and he was good to go. Um, please remember everybody check us out on Facebook at the beards and bros podcast, Facebook page. There's also a group this is where we typically will do the polls, which I need to get way better at putting out before we do our <laughs> way before we do these so we can get more people. But thank you to everybody who did put a vote in. I definitely, we appreciate uh, you guys, uh, you know, helping us out with giving us something to talk about. Don't be afraid as well to make comments. Um, tell us what you're feeling because, you know, we'll be more than happy to share it on the actual podcast. 
Um, I don't think we've gotten enough feedback yet to do any of our and another thing kind of episodes that we've talked about in the, in the past before. Um, but we'd love to be able to do that midweek and just come in and say, Hey, you know what? So-and-so said this. I just want to talk about that for a moment, you know? Um, but yeah, you can check us out there on Facebook. You can go to the beards bros pod uh, website. Um, so beardsbrospod.com. It will then link you anywhere that you can listen to us. And, uh, you know, with my current time off, um, over the next few days, I'm really going to try hard to get some stuff on YouTube so you can see us and see how many times Joe walked through the door and, <laughs> uh, see Jude's pizza. Cause it looked good. Um, and the rock, paper, scissors game that we had. So, <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, thank you uh, all for listening and we definitely appreciate it. And uh, you know, we can't wait for the next episode. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, everybody have a good night, have a good weekend, and we'll catch you next time on the beards and bros podcast. Be excellent. Yeah. That's what we need. We need Bill and Ted to make the greatest song ever so that we can all become <laughs> a global community. We missed it the whole time. We finally came to an agreement at the end. I'm more of a tenacious D tribute kind of guy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, it could be a two song album. It could be the side B. (laughs) Flip side. There you go. The B side. Get your flip side. It's the cool side of the pillow. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good night. All right, right, guys. See you. Bye. See you.